presented by Altria. Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Eugene Daniels. It's Thursday, June 1st. Big breaking news out of Trump world last night from both CNN and New York Times, a lot of other folks confirming it. Essentially, federal prosecutors have obtained an audio recording from summer 2021 in which the former president acknowledged he held onto a classified Pentagon document about a potential attack on Iran, which, if you remember correctly, his argument about why he was able to take all of these classified documents from Mar-a-Lago was that he had declassified everything. So this undercuts his argument there. According to CNN, the recording indicates Trump understood he retained classified material after leaving the White House. On the recording, his comments suggest he would like to share the information, but he's aware of limitations on his ability post-presidency to declassified records to sources, told CNN. CNN hasn't heard the recording. It doesn't appear that other reporters have heard it, but it's been described by multiple sources to these folks. Um, So this is something that you should definitely keep your eyes on because as Donald Trump continues to be the front runner for the Republican nomination, all of these legal woes have continued to dog him and don't seem to be going anywhere at all. The special counsel, Jack Smith, who is leading the Justice Department's investigation, has focused apparently on this meeting as part of his criminal investigation of Trump's handling of national security secrets. And the other big news in Washington, D.C. is after all that drama, after all the months of fighting, it kind of went out with a whimper. It took 149 Republicans and 165 Democrats in the House to pass a bill that would keep us from economic calamity. The bill passed late-ish last night before 10 o'clock. And joining me to discuss the vote that finally happened is Congress reporter Nicholas Wu. Good morning, Nick. How exhausted are you? (laughs) Good morning, Eugene. I am tired. After months of drama, it's over. More Democrats than Republicans voted. I guess I'm curious, does it actually mean anything at the end of the day that, that more Democrats than Republicans voted yes for this bill? I think what this really speaks to is the unity that Democrats ended up putting up behind this legislation. Basically, what happened with a lot of Democrats was that they wanted this all to work out in the end. And this was a sentiment that we heard even from those who voted against the bill, progressives, about half of whom ended up voting against this. Whereas with Republicans, what we're seeing now with this vote tally is a little bit of turbulence in their ranks with conservatives raising questions about how McCarthy could ever pass a bill that would pass with more Democratic votes than Republican votes. When you hear that, right, and and Kevin McCarthy spoke recently, he was asked about this. He said it doesn't actually mean anything. Does it mean that he doesn't have the handle on his caucus that folks thought? That kind of remains to be seen. I think what we'll see in, in these coming weeks is quite how the follow from this plays out in the Republican conference. You know, obviously there was some early chatter in during this process that Republicans were trying to use the motion to vacate you know, the, the process by which you right. could depose a speaker against him. That kind of fizzled out, at least for now. But that threat is still something that very much hangs over McCarthy's head. And there's questions yeah. that we're hearing now, right, from conservatives about you know the, how the way the vote tally finally came down and what appears to have been potential side agreements with this legislation could cause some problems down the way as well. Yeah, I want to dig into that a little bit more, Nick. You know, how worried should Kevin McCarthy be about how pissed off his right flank is? You you talked about it by fizzling out. We, you know, he kind of staved off this kind of potential revolt at the end. But should he be worried about this motion to vacate? 
Well, for now, he shouldn't really be sweating it. Like at the end of the day, and Democrats took supporting a motion to vacate off the table. The conservative hardliners who said that this might be an option ended up deciding against it. Right, the chair of the Freedom Caucus, Congressman Perry, right, told his members that it was far too early in the process to even think about doing this. But the option for this is still on the table, and that recall was a concession that McCarthy made during the speaker's race. And so there could still be issues with any number of different things that could upset conservatives down the line. Take, for example, the spending battles that might arise in the fall. Now we head to the Senate. Both leaders in the Senate seem excited to move this along, if not excited, ready to get this moving quickly. The 5th, Monday, is the X date that we have now. Are there potential landmines that both Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer are paying really close attention to? that our folks listening should be paying attention to? Yeah, I would keep an eye on conservatives in the Senate more than anything. Senator Mike Lee, who is is often a contrarian on matters related to spending, has threatened to hold up the legislation. And there's the usual threat that folks like Senator Rand Paul right, might also try to delay the legislation. At the same time, remember that the Senate like a lot of us, likes its weekends. And, 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 and senators <laughs> are, are likely not in any mood to, to stay in town and work through the weekend. So it's possible that leadership might find a way to work out the, the issues that these various conservative senators might have with the bill. One other p- spot to watch will actually be a Democrat, uh, Senator Tim Kaine of Virginia, uh, who is particularly upset um, about the inclusion of the mountain of a pipeline in the overall package and was trying to introduce an amendment to strip it out. We'll have to keep a close eye on how exactly that all goes down in the coming days. Yeah, well, much more to follow. And as you said, there's nothing to get senators voting better than a weekend. Nick, thank you so much, sir. You have a good day and good luck. (laughs) (laughs) You too, Eugene. And for your schedule today, at 11.40, the president will deliver the commencement address at U.S. Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. At 1.15, Vice President Kamala Harris will be holding a press call to make an announcement regarding the administration's leadership addressing racial bias and home appraisals. As someone who covers the White House, this is something that she has been extremely focused on and interested in over the years. The House is out. They've done their job. They're done. And the Senate will meet to likely consider the debt ceiling bill in some way. As Nick said, both of the leaders in the Senate are ready to move forward on this. So we might be getting some big news today or Friday. Fingers crossed. I'm Eugene Daniels. Guys, thanks for listening. We're moving in a new direction, moving forward and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices as we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company. Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at altria.com.